0: In the fall of 2022, I heard a story about a man who was going around my school from class to class claiming that he had concert tickets to sell. Apparently, he was selling tickets for around 60 bucks, or maybe it was 150. To be honest, the number doesn't really matter because the concert never existed. That's right. He went around our school telling an absolute lie for a quick payday. And the crazy part about it is that it worked. My friends and I started doing the math, and we found out that he made off with about $600, and that's just the classes we knew about. Scams like this have existed for hundreds of years, but in the past few decades, scams have been evolving to fit a larger market, one that includes the internet and social media.
1: While most of us were in
0: lockdowns during the pandemic, reports of internet crime skyrocketed.
1: In today's tech fight, soaring social media scams. The Federal Trade Commission says 95,000 people fell victim to social media scams last year for a total of $770 million lost. The agency's new report says more than a third of those losses were bogus cryptocurrency investments. In Money Watch today, scammers are taking to social media in order to exploit unsuspecting victims, sometimes right. me. <laughs> Hi, my name
0: is Jaden DeRay, and in this podcast, I'll be taking you through the concerning rise of this scam culture.
2: Hello? Hello, we are contacting you about your car's extended warranty. My
0: car doesn't have an extended warranty. Oh, I see what this is. Goodbye. As I was saying before, these type of scans have been going on for decades. It used to be the traveling salesman. They would knock on your door and give you some crazy get-rich-quick scheme. Then it became the cold call. And in many ways, these practices are still in place. But according to websites like get voip.com, 26% of people have lost money through phone scams, but now scams have evolved to reach people through social media. If you have Snapchat or Instagram or TikTok, you can't go a few seconds without getting a bot trying to offer you some crazy investment opportunity. More likely than not, they're promoting some kind of scam, but this goes much further than that. Social media influencers have started using their platforms to promote scams to larger audiences. Now Social Media Influencers are- So- sorry, I'm- um, let me just take that real fast. Hello? Hello, we are calling regarding your insurance claim. I don't have an insurance claim. We're gonna have to get your information. What is your social security number? Oh my god, not again. Now nah, where was I? Influencers are people on social media who have acquired a large number of followers. When people gain a large amount of following, they gain a certain amount of trust with their audiences. This allows them to push products given to them by brands to want to use said audiences. This practice is called influencer marketing. According to some studies, over 18,000 firms are using influencer marketing and has grown to be around a $16 billion industry as of 2022. This is significantly profitable for companies. But with the rise of influencer marketing, there's also been an uptick of scams and false advertisements from these same influencers. In 2021, 49% of influencer accounts were impacted by fraud. 770 million was lost due to fraud in the same year. And these aren't limited to just small creators. There are many examples of mainstream celebrities getting involved in these scams. Kim Kardashian was recently fined for her involvement in a crypto scam that went wrong.
2: KIM KARDASHIAN LANDS IN HOT WATER WITH THE SEC FOR PROMOTING A CRYPTOCURRENCY ASSET ON INSTAGRAM. THE SECURITIES AND EXCHANGE COMMISSION SAYS IT CHARGED THE REALITY STAR FOR FAILING TO DISCLOSE THAT SHE WAS PAID TO PUBLISH THE INSTAGRAM POST. OFFICIALS SAY THAT KARDASHIAN AGREED TO SETTLE THE CHARGES BY PAYING $1.26 MILLION IN PENALTIES. IN ADDITION TO PAYING THE FINE, KARDASHIAN ALSO AGREED TO COOPERATE WITH THE SEC'S ONGOING INVESTIGATION. KIM
0: have POSTED A PROMOTION FOR AN ITEM ON HER Instagram story and was paid $200,000 to do it. With such a long history of scams in America, I wanted to sit down with an expert to get their opinion on the matter. So I sat down with Stanford Ikeda to get his thoughts on the scam culture.
3: Um, my name is Stanford Ikeda. I'm a professor of economics at Purchase College,
0: SUNY. There's been an uptick in uh, scam markets lately, um, specifically, you know, specifically through social media. So mm. uh, you'll get the occasional ad. Um, it used to be the cold call that would used to come, um, you know. That would be the old way of uh, of scamming someone. Nowadays, uh, people are getting scammed through social media, through ads, through um, through shady tactics and business practices.
3: Well, I mean, there are historically, you know, bubbles. There's the the uh, tulip bubble in Netherlands a couple hundred years ago. There's the Mississippi bubble about uh, you know maybe a little over a century ago. Uh, so th- this is nothing new, right? And as you mentioned, there was a time when people would call you up and try to get you to uh, invest in something. and more lately because of email and other technologies, you can you can um, reach a far number greater than people at much lower cost, right? So uh, you see that, but there are filtering mechanisms, right that we have on our email apps and so forth that can uh, screen a lot of these things up. You don't get scammed by at the supermarket, right? You buy an apple or you buy uh, some some sort of food product because you you can tell right away whether it is uh, what it it's advertised to be. You can basically look at the price and uh, look at uh, look for yourself at the quality of some things. Uh, these are called experience goods or um, uh, excuse me these are these are called these are goods that you uh can can tell right away uh that that they're good or bad experience goods are goods that you have to experience before you know whether they're reliable or not like a car uh an investment or uh politicians right you know, sort of, <laughs> yeah you know you're you're having to go on a certain amount of trust so in a uh uh you know trusting in, in a high trust market which um, the United States is, and, and a lot of and most developing countries are. You know, you have different ways of doing that. Platforms, you have agencies, uh, firms that are reliable and, and have a reputation. You buy something from eBay, or you buy something from Amazon. Those platforms have a certain level of, of uh, trust that that uh, are gained through a amount of experience. So, you know, that that's one thing. So you you if if you're dealing with an experienced good you're not sure uh about a product until you actually consume it or you use it then you're relying on the intermediary right you're le- relying on the, the broker or you're relying on the, the internet platform or whoever the, the intermediary has to be yeah
0: but that's um, actually um sorry to interrupt you that's actually kind of what's interesting about what's going on now because um uh i know you said you weren't familiar but um the recent uptick and trend when it comes to investing online is that, um, it's so easy to do nowadays that, uh, a lot of younger people try to do it. Like, you know, the, um, the GameStop trend that happened, uh, I think it was three years ago. Yeah. Yes. Um, after that, there was like this huge surge of scams that happened, um, related to crypto, um, particularly from high, uh, from pretty large following social media platforms. There was this, um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, there was this esports team called Face Clan. They were caught with um. I, I I doubt you're aware. It's very, it's not as mainstream as like you know, but they're big in that community. Um, four of their members were caught with like a four million dollar scam, that uh, that um, they were relating to their audience. They basically made a coin, and promoted it to their audience. But the reason why uh, a lot of people realized why it worked was because, the trust they had built up with their audience was plus 10 years. So a lot of people had known them since they were 14 Mm. and just come into money at 18 and then they were, you know, spending it with a reliable source.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a risky thing. You know, when you said Kim Kardashian earlier, you know, I know, I know the name, I know who she is. And so when you have a, a celebrity putting their reputation on the line, that's, that is, that elicits the amount of, of, of trust in the sense that you're willing willing to rely on on someone even though you're vulnerable to being um taken advantage
0: of right so
3: i don't i don't know that much about the case i don't know if she's been found guilty or or not uh, she or was she was,
0: fin- she was fined um i think it was two million uh oh. from the i forget which i forget which bureau finder um i'd have to re- i have to get okay. into that but yeah okay, she well, was fined two million so, after, um, after okay. They found out.
3: okay so she she uh, uh, in effect uh Admitted to the to what she did, even though maybe legal. Yeah, I, I don't did. think she
0: openly confessed, but they basically right. her guilty. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, again, uh, that her actions uh, speak uh, speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you know, you you are at the same time. Markets depend on trust. Okay. We I mentioned Amazon and, and eBay as. you as platforms, you you rely on people you have no idea, right? And that's true of anything, right? You go to the supermarket, you're buying stuff, you don't think about the supplier, uh, you're, you're depending on the retailer and the reputation, you know, if it's, if it's uh, trade fair or if it's you know, some other chain. Um, at the same time, as you point out with this, um, this group, um, you are, you as the consumer or you as the investor are uh, making yourself vulnerable to opportunistic behavior or opportunistic behavior here. means mean, uh, there, there, someone will gain at your expense, right? Someone's going to steal from you or, or is going to take advantage of you. And so, but at the, so so it, it's, it's, um, at the, two things are happening, right? Trust increases the ability of people to use markets and to extend trade, which increases wealth, and trust is necessary for long-term investments. Uh, at, at the same time, at, at exactly the same time, it opens you up, makes you vulnerable. Uh, but these, you know, it's like man bites dog kind of situation. These tend to be exceptional cases, whereas you know, 99.99% of the time, uh, things uh, don't uh, happen like that, uh, that people are trusting and the other party is trustworthy. Right? They, they're worthy of your trust and, and you trust them. Um, so I wouldn't say, you know, without looking at the data, um, You know perhaps you have, I, I have not. But it, I don't know if it's gotten worse. What has uh, increased is the, our, our ability to be aware,
0: myself accepted, aware of these sorts of things going on. Of course, when it comes to influencers, marketing is only half the job. When they post online, they sort of sell an image of a lifestyle the viewer wants to have. That's what makes it easy for them to to get products or investments. A lot of people become delusional to the idea of getting rich off someone else's success. I spoke to Alden Mohammed, a student at Purchase, whose friend is heavily invested into these scams. Alden, you told me that your friend got scammed?
2: Yeah. Uh... It's, uh, the details are like, uh, are a little murky, but essentially he said he lost over a thousand dollars on crypto.
0: So what do you know what got him into it
2: or no? Uh, well, no, not exactly. But if I had to guess based on his personality and who he is as a person, uh, greed and, um, just being a shitty person overall, not very (laughs) intelligent.
0: Jesus. Would you say you're worried about him as a friend?
2: Uh worried about him? I mean I don't I not really. He he's more like the only person he's gonna hurt, I think, is himself. So
0: Okay. That's fair. And you said you've gotten scammed before in the past?
2: Yeah. Uh I have. Can you there tell was... me one
0: can you tell me a story?
2: <laughs> yeah, I can tell you a story. Uh <laughs> So uh, during the pandemic, I was looking for remote jobs, and because I, there was no other way to make money, really, I was Door Dashing, but that was about that wasn't really making me much. So what I did was there was an email that came through purchase, so I thought it was legitimate because it was it had a purchase um, address to it, and it was essentially a phishing scam. They were claiming they needed um, a professor's assistant. And mm. so I thought, oh, this seems like a good job um, that I that seems legitimate because it's coming from a purchase website. And I, I honestly didn't think too much uh, more about it at the time because I was kind of desperate and needed money. And so uh, essentially I applied for the job. I got it because no one else fucking applied to it because nobody else was stupid enough to look at it twice and the guy essentially sent me some money he wanted me to manage Mm -hmm. he sent me like a a check so that was like that's a little strange but i can whatever Mm -hmm. so long story short he sent me the money and the money what when he got access to my account he also got access to my money luckily i didn't lose any cash or anything on it um, cause I, I was able to catch it quick enough. I was able to be like, this is really, sus-. at that point I was pretty suspicious cause mm-hmm. that, that's not a job a professor would ever ask you to do. No. Yeah. And so I took the money and I told my bank about it. Essentially I had to get my debit card swapped out and really, that was, I changed my checking account number and that, that seemed to be the end of it.
0: So not a good week.
2: Not a good week, and yeah, it's at the time I was living at my parents' house, and I was telling my parents anytime like something went wrong. I didn't tell them about this at all because I knew my dad was just gonna call me a fucking idiot. So uh,
0: that's that's completely fair. Yeah. Would you would you say that um? Would you say like, if you had to leave a comment on like how how frequent these scams are? Because me and you both go to the same school, so I think me and you both get the same emails. Like I feel like these scams come a lot.
2: I don't know, cause that. I reported that one, and then I got maybe like a couple more that I ignored. But I, I haven't seen too many more of them, honestly. Like, really?
0: Um,
2: that that may just be my experience. Oh, my computer's dying. Give me one sec. No worries. Yeah, may just be my experience. I, I, gen- generally, haven't had too many of those experiences that I, i've needed to deal with i mean that may just be my brain filtering out like oh i recognize this isn't legitimate so i'm not gonna not gonna pay it any mind but i don't know they, they just don't appear that much to me
0: oh okay that's completely fair and uh i know you said this friend is a friend is a fan of tate and all of them
2: yes um
0: uh, <laughs> do you know if he subscribes to the to, to uh, his the course
2: mm-hmm. uh no idea i when, when i tried to press him on the issue he was very reluctant to talk about it
0: but alden is not the only person to fall victim to these scams sam is a stylist who recently was a victim of a scam call i had a chat with sam to get her perspective on what happened hello so
1: Asmira Rodriguez, I am a lead manager at Banana Republic.
0: Thank you. And uh, so take me through what happened with you. Um, you were scammed.
1: Yes. Um, so I was on a break and um, I got an email uh, st- from PayPal, it, it seemed. Um, so I clicked it because it said uh, that it was urgent notice, that I needed to pay attention to my account. Um, And then it said something when I clicked it, it said, um, we are accepting your payment of $564. And I freaked out. I saw the number and I completely freaked out. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't thinking straight at that moment.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you could say they caught you off guard. Say it again. So you would say that they kind of caught you off guard with that?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, because I was on my way back into work from my break. So In that moment, I wasn't thinking um, and I just saw the number and I was like, hold up, that's a lot of money and I didn't accept anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm freaking out, but then I read it and I saw that they put a phone number. They said, oh, please call us um, if anything or whatever, right? So I clicked it and like I called the number and um, I was on the phone thinking I'm on the phone with PayPal. When in reality, I'm on the phone with the actual scammers. Okay. So.
0: And uh, what happened after that?
1: So there, um, I immediately said, hi, this is Samira Rodriguez. I just got notified that I got um, a an accepted charge of $564. And I need that to be canceled and canceled. Um, I can't have that going through. I do not have that amount in my account. Um, and so in the process of them saying, um, oh, that's no problem. Um, we can definitely do that for you, uh, Ms. Rodriguez. And so in the process of them trying to help me, I was I realized, hold on, I don't have any money in my PayPal account to begin with. But then I thought, wait, my PayPal, however, is connected to my actual bank account. So this could actually be like something happening, like a legit thing, because I started questioning with the way they were speaking. They weren't they were being very vague with the steps and they had me download an app and I asked them, I was like, what do I need this app for? Can't you just you just said you're able to take off? Um, any charges and they said oh so that way you don't get scammed um, from um, other you know companies and things we just want to make sure that you're okay and all this Mm -hmm. so I downloaded the app and they said this is only so that way we can walk you through um, this step by step to make sure that this doesn't happen again and things like that so I downloaded the app and I usually wouldn't do this but because um i am used to um doing an on screen getting on screen help from a support uh from a support company they take me to my emails they said go to your emails and just click the scam um category i go to the scam category and it's all these other um, emails. And they're like, oh, do you see anything asking for money or things like this? And I said, yes. And then they said, okay, click on it. And I'm like, are you sure? Like I kept questioning them throughout the entire time.
0: But because- So, wait, I'm sorry, Uh, don't mean to cut you off.
1: No, you're good, you're
0: good. So they used the call to get you to click one of their links is what you're saying?
1: Exactly, yes. To get them more money. And they had me click like three of the links in the scam email. They had me go through all of my emails. So they saw, they're seeing on their end, my phone screen. So they're seeing me sign in to all my other emails to do the same process. And then they had me go to my Cash App, my Venmo, my, um, my, uh, what whatchamacallit, my Zelle, everything. So I asked them, I was like, what does this have to do with just taking off the charges from my PayPal? And they said, oh, this is just, again, just to make sure that um, your your money is securely safe, that it won't happen again, and things like that. They were being very vague. They kept saying the words specifically. They said, oh, this is just a very technical issue. Don't worry. We're just going to guide you through it.
0: Okay, That's so what they were saying. It, um, in hindsight, did it feel more like uh, they were reading a script?
1: It didn't actually, it really? didn't so sound like natural? they were, yes. Yeah. They sounded like they, um, quote unquote, knew what they were doing. Um, and it didn't sound, uh, like it was from a script. They didn't sound like they were reading something. They sounded like very conversational, like so
0: kind of similar to like, if you called your bank right now, uh, you, exactly. be, it, you, you didn't feel a difference basically.
1: Exactly. It was I want to say 90% exactly the same. The only thing that caught on with me that I kind of really questioned was the fact that they said, oh, this is just technical um, uh, things that usually people just don't understand and we're just here to help you. And so normally that's not really the answers. If it was a legitimate, you know, bank or, or anyone like that any support like that, they wouldn't say that. They would actually tell you why and actually guide you with the reason as to why. You know what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. they would explain the technical issue. So they didn't, they were being very vague. So they had me go on my cash app first. I go on my cash app and um, they said, oh, we just want to see if there are any charges um, similar to the one uh, that you received from PayPal uh, just to be safe that you are not getting scammed or anything like that. So I said, oh, okay. So I scrolled through my, my transactions and um, they said, oh, okay, so go to um, add money. And I said, why? And then they said, this is just a test. Um, and I said, uh, okay, like I, I didn't understand. I asked them and they said, again, don't worry. It's just technical issues. So I was like okay and they said click $1 and I was like why I have no money in my account to do that like there's no point in doing this mm-hmm. and they said don't worry it's not going to actually go through on we're controlling it on our end to make sure that it's um it's just a test run just to make sure you're not getting scammed So I did that and it declined So they're like okay now go to the bitcoin um uh section here and when I did that, it was only after I clicked it that I was like, okay, really, something what does this have to do with Bitcoin? I don't use Bitcoin. And um, they kept giving me the same answer. And at this point, I'm just like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I just, I want to make sure that my money is still with me. That's all, mm-hmm. that's all I care about. And they said, don't worry, we are canceling that um it's just to prevent any future charges um that may have uh caused you know any any confusion we don't want you to get charged for something that you're not actually paying and then the the call dropped right after that the call dropped and now i'm freaking out cuz i'm like okay but what just happened yeah but then they call me back they call me back and We're doing the same process again, but with Venmo. So after that point, I was just like, okay, let me, I should have just checked my, this is going on in my head. Like, this is me thinking to my brain, let me just go to my bank account. I don't know why I didn't even do this in the first place. Cause at this point I was more calm. I wasn't freaking out. I go to my bank account and everything's the same, like no changes, no nothing, my PayPal, nothing. And that's when I was like, okay, this is for sure. I'm really, I'm on the phone with these scammers actually right now. So I hung up and I left it alone. And that's when I freaked out. I had to change everything. I had to change, I had to call my bank. I had to change my bank account. I had to get a new card. I had to get a new phone because they saw my phone number, like let me sign into all of my third party, Money apps like Cash App and Venmo and things. I'm still kind of recovering now. There's still a few things I have to um, get. Like I have to um, go to the bank and create a PIN number for my new card that I received. Um, So like there's still certain things, little things that are not too, too crazy, but things that I have to get done because of everything that has happened. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, you're a newlywed, right? Yes. Would you say, um, you know, given the fact that you and your uh, husband are trying to start, like, you know, your your foundation now, that kind of put a damper on. Well, you know, I guess I guess add worse a major inconvenience on it.
1: It did because um, I do have to pay bills. So with myself being scammed and not having access anymore to certain certain apps and certain um, things it was difficult. I had to go back to the apps to be able to like pay rent and and things like that. I had to um, create new accounts Mm
3: -hmm. um,
1: with my new emails and things like that. So I had to start everything anew, even with our um, living situation.
0: Unfortunately, there are many more cases like Sam and Alden. And there are very few laws preventing them from happening. The important thing you should do is watch out for the scams and to always be cautious with your money. Because if we learn anything, it's that some scams could come from (sighs) anywhere. Let me guess car insurance?